This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to the show. Our family member, author, finance expert, you hear him also on Dave Ramsey's, the one and only Chris Hogan. Hello, it's so good to be back. Oh, did I mention he's got the voice of God? I love coming back to the Big Apple. I'm telling you, my voice gets deeper, I get feistier, and I'm ready. Yes. All right, so we had a little off-mic conversation because, <laughs> you know, at my retreat, we're going to have game night. So I'm wondering if, if Monopoly should be in it. So you ask me what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm doing the Monopoly right now. And then you ask me my strategy. And so we had a little conversation. And listen, Monopoly is a really good um, way of managing real estate money, isn't it? It really is because it's a real-world scenario because you start handling stuff. Now, you got to pay, but you can get paid. So it's a good game. You got to pay taxes. Yep. Sometimes you land on free parking. Sometimes. Sometimes you go to jail. Sometimes. Okay, let's not. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't, I don't want. Like I want to get into. It. Yeah. So I was telling my. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so I. So Kareem asked me, "Do you do? Do you? Or was it? Did Smith ask? Smith mm. asked, what about Mediterranean Baltic? I said I will get Mediterranean Baltic, but then I'm I am Boardwalk and Park Place. So when you come around that corner, I'm gonna get in your ass. You either gonna land on me or the taxes. You're not getting away free. You're gonna land on me or the taxes. And then I try to get all of the railroads because that's two hundred dollars. You sound really intense with this Monopoly oh, I game, am. Karen. I, listen, my father who played every game imaginable. So I was raised in a home with a man that cheated. At Monopoly. Oh. Was he you. the banker? Was he the banker? Always the banker. <laughs> and homie had a, a spare Monopoly set. Stop. So he would line his pockets I- with money from the other I promise you so I had to get real no, y'all laughing but it was it was it was treacherous in my house so I had to learn how to get around because the world ain't, ain't fair Chris Hogan no it's not so no, he man. was teaching me that you might get cheated but you are gonna have to figure out how to win anyway Life At least I'm gonna try to say that's what it was. I wow. just think he just was just that treacherous Damn, and liked okay. to win. So I'm a little nervous. I don't think I'm playing with Karen. No, don't play with me in Monopoly. I'm gonna stick I, to spades then. I'll play. That's yeah, I'll play backgammon. As, we'll be, do backgammon or something. Okay, you might get me in backgammon. Okay. So See, what well, is your strategy with Monopoly? So I try to get a, a corner or a whole block. Okay. So and then put hotels on it and then just load it up. But as quick then as possible. somebody in the room, I'm not gonna say their name, chimed say, up and said they name. got an algorithm. All right. All right. There's so an algorithm. An to algorithm. Monopoly. Okay. I, I promise you'll okay. win. Here it you'll is. win ninety percent of the time if you play this way. Good. Okay. If you go after the Orange, New York, I don't know what those are. New York, Tennessee, and St. James play. I'm just telling you Saint how James, much I yeah, know. Yeah, okay, no, I'm, I'm that chick. You're right. I know. So if you if you play the game and you get those, how often do people go to jail? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, they kind of picked that card. What's the lowest number on one dice? Or the, the largest number on one dice? On one die. is six. What does that get you to that first orange spot? Yep. So if you play that corner and you buy right after that they get property, out of jail, light them up every time. I'll you want break. that corner. You'll so you want everyone. that and then the reds. The, the orange and the reds? The orange and the reds. And the reason why you do that is because it's the cheapest... And it is. It is cheaper than Boardwalk and Park Place. To build hotels. On. Yes. Yeah. Because it's only. I think the hotels for that are like a hundred. hundred dollars. Light them up every time. Okay. 
I rarely lose. Actually, I never lost in Monopoly. Let's talk about Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. What? Here it oh, is. Oh, I feel And I I'm feel not a cheater. And the I'm not a cheater. The next time I come, <laughs> the next time I come, the four of us are playing Let's Monopoly. Let's do it. Word. Let's do it. I'm with it. Can we play for real money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, everybody got quiet. That's Jay-Z. Everybody got quiet. Let's play. Let's play. Let's do it. play real Monopoly. Real Monopoly. I'm with it. It's on. Okay. I'm in. What's your strategy? Because you got boys. Well, I here here's my strategy. I want to make sure I get the utilities. Uh, I want the utilities, the utilities and the railroads. Listen to me. That's It'll break life. your heart when you have to roll the dice and pay 12 times whatever showed up on the dice. Right. It's going to break you. And all the railroads <laughs> all is, is 200. 200. That is actually because you, you're going to hit the... Yeah, the railroads, railroads are dope. Yeah. So if I... Oh, okay, Kareem. All right, okay. Chris okay. Hogan. All right. Because most people Let's avoid the utilities, yeah, but you got to get both of them because they don't know how to all. add. No, it's like 10 times, 12 to what? It's, and I, yeah. threw it up, I put up hotels quick. We can start the game and you can actually have the utilities. You're going to give them to me. <laughs> give them to you. Like, that's, that's a terrible oh. strategy. <laughs> what? Is he talking smack? Yeah. Yeah, yes. he is. Yes. Always yes. 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 Wait, 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 he's talking I will smack take these headphones a... off. <laughs> okay. Make me come over there. And he's talking smack he to a, a man that has studied finance. Uh, he's, listen, maybe his algorithm is going to work. We're going to find out. We will. All right. Okay. And we're going to check Karen's pockets for the game to get started. <laughs> so she ain't so got her pockets So let me just tell you. Money. So, so here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. We're gonna... If you were raised by an alcoholic, some people follow. But most people who are raised in a home with, I'm not saying my father was alcoholic because he wasn't. But I was raised with a person that cheated at every game we ever played. So I am the person that if you cheat, we're gonna have problems. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't deal with cheaters on any level of my life gotcha. as a result of okay. that. So I'm definitely not cheating. As a matter right. of fact, I'm to the like. You want to play with me because you're not gonna get cheated in business. You're not gonna get cheated in in a relation. You're not gonna get cheated in any facet of your life because right. I don't I don't like that right on that much all right fine I'll play you with just you. almost that was a trigger just now I was yeah like, it was yeah <laughs> Ooh, I was okay like, we need you a commercial flashback. we need a commercial yeah, break no, we might need no but you you can't no, imagine I... being a kid though also and you realize that your father would cheat at Scrabble where he would mark the the the, the <laughs> tiles and be in the bag <laughs> and you're like it, and then you pour the bag out and you realize there's a little scratch on the X, on the Q, and on the Z that he could feel. And it's like, how am I losing? Then now I got to watch. Cards are being marked. We played a whole, I'm Dang. telling you, all the business. He was preparing you for life. No, he wasn't. This <laughs> yes, was some bullcrap. He, <laughs> he marked the cards. I'll never forget this. I, we were playing because my mom and I would be partners because my father and mother could not be partners. That right. would have ended in all manner of problems. So he had a partner for life, which happened to be Sylvia, cousin Sil's mom forever for 40 50 years they played together i'm sitting there at the table we we're playing something called georgia whist which my grandmother made up uh, okay georgia whist which is a variation of spades and bid whist okay. where the the trump changes every single hand right so oh. you have spades hearts diamonds clubs high low and it goes on a rotation where spades it is always spades so i'm playing and i'm like how's he always getting the jokers and you know he would do funny stuff with the cards sometimes you know people deal different ways and I looked, and I'm like, on the corner of the jokers, just a little, little mark that most people wouldn't see, but I'm trained to see. Yes. But I don't know how long he had been doing this. <laughs> so I look up, and I'm like, um, these cards are marked. What are you talking about? And then he was indignant, right? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? 
So my point is, Chris Hogan, I'm ready for just about everything. But yeah, that is that is uh, it's uh, when you when you are in a home with somebody yes. that is such a complicated person. Yeah, you you learn some things yeah, about life. All you right. Do. So that was my story, and I'm sticking to I it. I tell you what, you're not ready for. What am I not? When ready? I win second place, you know what? In the beauty contest, what game set match? What are we? He's on Monopoly. He's yeah, community <laughs> oh. chess. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. is he talking yeah. about? Yeah. They <laughs> have some pretty corny cards. We need to do a black version of. Did they? Did somebody do a black version of Monopoly? Because they got some really corny ass cards I'll in community chess. I don't community... think I've ever seen it. Never seen it. Huh? Chance at community chess should be. There should be like doper yes. things. Disney that probably should... did Wakanda. Not Wakanda. This that's that's different than black. Can I just I shouldn't yeah, say that, but it is. It is. Like you get raises your potato salad, lose twenty twenty dollars. <laughs> Something like you know what I mean? Like All right, all right we'll we'll Draw work that on that. Like we'll that. work it out after the show. We're gonna like sit this. here and do black monopoly. Black <laughs> I can't even say it. All, all right. I'm seeing is Black Panther. Black Panther. There's no black monopoly? Hmm. Out here giving away good ideas and stuff. Listen, we're trying to get money. Trying to trademark it real quick. Hold on, Chloe, you file the paperwork. I am. Good. Do it so that we can enjoy it. Trademark engine. Yes, let's just get it. Let's go. I don't. I mean, there are no ideas you can give away. There's nothing new under the sun, Ajwa. Black Monopoly. Black Monopoly. All right. Well, everyone knows I came up with the idea. Yes, I just want just give me a dollar. Every time somebody per, buys it, yeah. Every right. time somebody buys it, that that's good, right? That's a fair, fair. I think percentage. that's fair. That's more than fair. I think that is more than yeah, fair. Yeah, it Chris really Hogan. is. All right, so what you up to? <laughs> I, com- coming up here to visit you, I, I love it. Listen, I was in uh, in L.A., uh, then I was in Sacramento and San Diego. Lady walks up to me in the San Diego airport. She goes, "I heard you on Karen Hunter's show." I said, "Shut your mouth." Seriously, in San Diego, she goes, I love Karen. I said, Karen's the real deal. I go, what you hear is what you get. I said, it's always fun to go visit her in the Big Apple. Well, let me tell you, you are one of my favorite people, primarily because you got me uh, correct on a couple of things. Uh, The home ownership thing, I was very much doing things my way. Right. And you made me think completely differently about it. And I want to thank you because you changed the trajectory of my financial future as a result of that. And oh, yeah, no, change th- me. Yeah, no, Ajua, ask questions. Y'all got questions with Chris Hogan. Well, no but stuff. Here, here's the deal, Karen. I and appreciate the debt you. thing, the, the credit score thing, yes. which I was obsessed and with. The a credit car, score, the car, thing. and the car. Well, that was I was gonna do that. You anyway, were gonna do but it anyway. Yeah. But here's the thing: I love that you were willing to have a conversation, even though you disagreed, and we were able to talk. Right. And and in your path, you're going to get to the destination. There is no doubt in my mind. But the fact that you were willing to listen cause a, a faster change and i love that so what that says is about you that you're constantly learning and you want to know right people that want to know can't be denied right and we can get we can get delayed right we might even get distracted but we can't be denied because we're learning we're pushing and we want to know where we want to go i would think that that's isn't everyone like that Mm-mm. oh no i mean but like here's the thing there are more things we don't know yes. than we do know. Yes. Number one. Number two, finance, that's your area. Yeah. Who the hell am I to tell you you're wrong about something, even if I have my notions about it? Right. So of course I'm gonna be like, let me listen to Chris Hogan, because yeah. he's been doing this. This is his this is his business. I'm proud of you. I'm just working through my little thing, <laughs> no. you know, and everybody's journey is different. I'm it not is. saying that, you know, whatever path works for people yep. work, but you had a I couldn't dispute it. Right. You gave me facts. 
and this is the, the struggle I have today is that you can give people facts and they still ignore them. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Like, right. if mm-hmm. these are facts and they work and here's but, the oh, data. Wait a minute. But I love what you just hit it right there. You can give them facts and they can ignore it, but they can't dispute it. So there's a difference. Ignoring it is seeing it and going, I ain't no, going to pay attention. People disputing facts today. Oh, they'll try. Oh, no. I, I, I'm they with They are you. acting like those. I just said it's blue. And they're like, no. It's purple or it's red, like they and they will fight you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a struggle. So I'm I feel like you know there's a <laughs> there's a scripture about you know shaking the dust from your feet and I, I'm feeling like doing that a lot yeah. lately because the 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 work that it takes to try to get people to do right for themselves. I am so excited to welcome Bombas to my podcast bomba socks the best socks in the history of feet they even have yara shahidi doing a unite sock you can go check that out did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters well bomba socks were created to change that for every pair you buy bombas donates a pair to someone in need bomba socks are soft not just pretty soft more like made with the softest cotton in the world soft and they're all built with extra cushioning so no matter whether you're walking the dog chilling at home, saving the world, you'll be comfortable. Bomba socks provide support in places you didn't even know you needed it, like the arches. Even every sock is built with a special arch support system that is so supportive but not too tight, like a nice hug but on your foot. And you ever notice that annoying toe seam most socks have, that little ridge on the top? Bomba's got rid of that. And from now on, it's just smooth sailing all the way across the top of your foot. You do a lot of different things, so Bombas made a lot of different socks, like dress socks for work, performance socks for working out, and even a limited edition holiday socks. That's the merino wool socks. Merino is like regular wool, but magic. They're soft, warm, and naturally moisture-wicking, never itchy or rough, and you know that person who's just a gift enigma, completely impossible to shop for. Bombas is the gift that every person will love, and everybody will love it. So go to bombas.com slash Karen, I call these bomb ass socks. B O M B A S dot com slash Karen. K A R E N. It just seems unreasonable. Well, I just tell people all the time listen, don't tell me you can't, tell me you won't. Right. 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 That's a, that's a whole different mindset right there. Because saying you can't means it's not available to you. That's not true. Saying you won't means you won't try. Mm. And that's something you got to live with. Now, listen, there, there was a study I was talking last week, last Thursday, about um, one in six millennials because they're afraid of the market that's coming and the, the, the economy that's coming. One in six millennials have $100,000 saved. And that floored me because I'm around millennials. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that where are they? me too. To where are me they? Right. Who are they? But then the phone lines lit up with millennials from this audience who have more than $100,000 saved. I was like, okay. Let me roll something. Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, it, you know, they may have debt. Mm-hmm. They may have student loans, but they're they're focusing on saving because they're unsure about what jobs are going to be available, whether the economy is going to be stable. So they're holding on to their dollars. They're not into this popping bottle right. culture that we had in the 90s and 2000s. And they're more frugal. And I'm actually excited about no, this generation. I like, that. I like to hear that. So we, you know, I just, I don't know. So I put the, the number out and then the phone lines lit up. And I was like, hey, okay, yes. Hey, millennials, 866-801-8255. So if you have any questions for Chris Hogan, he's here. Ajwa, I know you have some questions. I'm going to go to the phones first and welcome in Shanika in Virginia. She's got a question for the one and only Chris, Chris Hogan. Hey, Shanika. Hey, 
Hi, Karen. I love your show. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Good. Hi, Chris. So I'm military, um, and I just recently went through the Dave Ramsey, um, the university, the Financial Peace University. Totally uh-huh. loved it. Yes, good. Um, so since June, I paid off like twenty grand, and I'm like, I'm telling everybody, like, oh my god, y'all wait, wait, this, June, y'all July, August, September, October, November. In five months, you paid off twenty thousand dollars in debt. Absolutely. Wow. What did Absolutely. you pay off? So, I paid off a couple of loans that I had. Okay. Um, just like little small stuff, and then I paid down um, some some loans significantly. Just being able to see money, right? So, yes. you know, Of course, you know, you know, you get paid on the first and the fifteenth, and you know, we really don't look at what are you know you you just watching money doing the budget You're like dang i had this much money left over and all this money going through my palms and not really realizing <laughs> i'm proud of you so how long have you been in the military almost 20 years oh wow okay so are you are you how much longer are you going i'm going today they tell me no more oh so, wow I mean, okay the officer side so i love it and i got my kids on board with it the hubby on board with it and we're just rocking out that is fantastic what's your question for me young lady what's your question so what my my thing is as far as um college for Mm -hmm. my daughter so trying to prepare and do all of this and just trying to figure out where do i go because i mean they have funds now which i kind of like kind of shut down a little bit Mm -hmm. so i can focus on other stuff but What's a good, I mean, as far as, you know, just, I guess, just which way to go? Well, first and foremost, with you being in the military, they'll have access to the GI Bill, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Okay. So my mindset is this. I don't I don't you can't go north and south at the same time. So I'm going to say shut down all the the college investing and all that right now. Let's get your debt attacked. How much do you have left to get it out of your life completely? Um I say about 85. Okay. What what kind of debt do you have, young lady? More like car. Uh uh-uh. um Okay. No. The, yeah. The, uh, probably like the, the personal loans or mm-hmm. whatever. So. Okay. Now, you done said loans a couple times, so that means you got several personal loans. So that means you guys have been living right. outside of your range. So we got pumped the brakes, right? Let's get real, right? And the car might throw a for sale sign up in that bad boy, free up your money. Right. Right. Okay. So once we get the debt attack, then you can start thinking about the future. If you've got the GI Bill available for your kids, then what I would do is just take that money and you and your husband can talk. Maybe you put two to $300 away for each kid. You can look at an ESA or a 529. Uh, but you guys may, that may be overkill because you have the GI Bill. If that's the case, college is covered, then go straight forward, take paying off that house. Get that mortgage out of your life. And you guys, Absolutely. yeah, then you move forward, you build debt and you give. That's that's what you do. You, that's how you change the, the, the situation. So that mindset. So again, shut down saving for college, get yourself out of debt, then go back and start working that process step by step. And don't hiccup. Another question. What's go on? Give you one more before Karen throat chops uh-huh. me. What is? <laughs> that is my move too. Uh, it, it, my thing is because no one believes that this is a real thing. Like I, I go out and tell everybody, tell me, will you ever or will you guys ever be in like a Virginia or Illinois? Because my thing is, a lot of military members, I think if they had this when they first came came in, 
would be so much smarter when it came to their money. And I was a bank teller before I came in the Navy. Yeah. Well, so I started I off in the banking world. But listen, I agree. Uh, we travel. We do events all around the country. The beauty of it is, is with Financial Peace University, they can do it from their home or get plugged in. So just you keep sharing the news. I, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to have more of an impact on your base by you talking to people and letting them see that you did it. It'll help them to start to believe that they can. So you keep telling people about it moving forward, girl. Yeah, Shanika, become an evangelist. Yes. <laughs> because really, I mean, really, you trust the people in your life. So if they start seeing, just like anything, like losing weight or whatever, That's what right. are you doing? How, oh, you're you're happy. What are you doing? Be the change you yes. want to see, and then people, and then share it with the world. I agree. Around you. I agree. I like that. Black oh, black. my God. You know, Hasbro <laughs> need to, uh, they need to call us. Um, Hasbro, y'all need to, we need to call, we're going to call y'all. Hasbro, you, listen. <laughs> Listen, and we take a percentage because we're giving y'all the dopeness, and I'm telling you right now, and it gets, because the thing I love about Monopoly is it gets families together, yes. and this is why I wanted to have game night, because you yeah. can really have a conversation and meet and greet people differently yep. around a, a table of games, yes. right? But Monopoly helps with financial literacy. It, it really does, and I got riled up. The, one of the latest versions of Monopoly, they got rid of the money. They give you a little debit card. Debit card, yeah. Uh -uh. yeah. A little charge card. No. Yeah. And I was like, nope. no. Mm -mm. Threw the flag no. on. No. Personal <laughs> foul. Right? Because that's the problem in my mind, you guys. People aren't touching money, so they don't know how to count. Right? And so that that makes me nervous to go that route for the kids. So my boys, all we play with is the money version. Yeah, and I like that they ten percent. When you when you land on the because when I was really when I was seven I would just pay the two hundred dollars when I landed on the t income tax because I didn't know how to do percentages then. Right. But then when I figured out, oh, I only have five hundred dollars left, ten percent of five hundred. Oh, that's way less than two hundred. I'm paying ten percent. But you gotta, you know. But that also teaches kids percentages and things like that. It does. And it really you know, does. it's it's a good values kind of game uh, when you don't have a father that cheats at the game and keeps anyway let me put on my on. clinical hat let me, let me move on let me move therapy. on let me move on let me move on rest in power my dad is not here anymore to defend himself but he definitely did that I did read Everyday Millionaires I'm currently on page 65 of Retire Inspired um, but my my problem is is that I got a late start and I'm 52 okay I'm a small business owner um, and I didn't start a, a 401k with my business before because I have to contribute to all my employees, and I was just mm -hmm. having a hard time figuring out how to do that. Right. Um, but I did just start the 401k and bid it, and um, I've got that going. But I feel like when I plug my number in, when I went to your website, mm -hmm. my eyes bugged out. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess my lifestyle is going to really have to dial back in order to retire. Well, but listen, you're also you're 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 self-employed, right? Yes. Okay, so you don't have a cap on how much you can make. Like, you don't have a limit. Like, you know, somebody that's salaried, they, they know they're only going to make 100 or whatever it is a year. You're self-employed. So all you have to do is start to dream a little bit different and set some new goals for yourself. Like, what line of work are you in? I'm actually a physician. Oh, well, so Suzette, Suzette, hold on, hold on, hold on. Doctors are rich. No, but can we, sh would you be helped by shouting out your practice? Um, how is that going to help me? I don't know. More <laughs> customers, clients, uh, patients? Patients. I don't know. Well, yeah, I do have two practices. So um, I have a practice called Uniquely Fit Medical Weight Loss. And, Uniquely, um, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's say it slowly. Uniquely Fit Medical Weight, medical loss, weight loss in San Diego, California. Center. Where is it? Yes. 
okay. in San Diego, and it's in Chula Vista. Okay. And what's the other one? Uh, unique Healthcare for Women. Unique Healthcare for Women. Now, if yes. tomorrow you're bombarded with people coming there to get all of the goodness that you have to offer, Suzette, because it's clear that you started this practice with thought, with love, specifically you're targeting women and health and fitness because that's one thing I think the medical field is, is leaving out mm. at diet and exercise. They just want to medicate and, mm -hmm. and perform surgery, yep. but you're doing something a little bit different, Suzette. Am I imagining this or, or is this for, for real? Absolutely. Yes. I have a, a nutrition program. It's not a, it's not a fed diet for gimmicks. It's real foods. It teaches people how to eat. Hey, Suzette, real quick, will you do me a favor? Tell Karen Hunter, thank you. I was going to say no, 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 that. I'm, like, I was yeah. getting ready to because I, I got taken aback. Just say it. Just tell her. Say thank Listen, you. I suffer from the same problem. I, I, I can sell you. Yeah. I yes. can't sell myself, even if it's something really good. It's, it's, it's in our DNA because people who are, you know, wired to help they very rarely are going to sell themselves right. you just expect people to find you right? right you just expect people to show up for you yeah. just because you're doing that goodness right. but we got to learn how to help each other and we got to yes. when I we agree. see it we got to help people help. and awesome. this is this is why i love doing this show because mm -hmm. i get to talk about chris's good ass book and uh you know Ajua, what she's doing out in the world and all the guests that come here and we get to promote them but suzette let's do this again it's uniquely fit Fit Medical Weight Loss and Wellness Center. In San Diego, California. Yes. Jameson, search for that and tweet it out. So we're going to do all that. That's oh love. Right, let's do that. That's love. That is. It really is. That's oh big. Oh, my God. It's a big I, deal. That's love. I, I don't even think I could talk, though. Well. I just started marketing about three months ago because I didn't believe in marketing. And it's just been very difficult. But I appreciate that. No, it's yeah. big. And here's the thing. Karen did that. As she well knows, we're blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. So what I want you to do is you find someone else out there that's pushing. And I want you to return that favor. That's exactly how you do I, that. Um, now, listen to me real quick back to your question. You'd read my first book, Retire Inspired. You read the second one, Everyday Millionaire. And you said, Chris, okay, I was worried because I plugged my numbers into my website, the RIQ, Retire Inspired Quotient. It's a free tool to let you know how much you need to live on for retirement. But here's the deal. You're self-employed. You don't have limits. What you need to do is start to get really driven into your dream. I want you to see it in high definition. Like, what's that thing you want to do with your grandbabies one day? What's that check you want to write to that charity that makes your heart just swell up with excitement in the memory of your grandparents or your great-grandparents? I want you to see that in high definition. And then I, what I want you to do is to match your actions with your words, meaning the things that you're wanting to do, I need you to do the actions that put you in position to be able to do that. And you don't increase lifestyle as your income grows. What you do is increase your progress towards your dreams. And if you will do those two things, it ain't too late. If you woke up with breath in your lungs, you've got an opportunity today to do something a little bit better. And you can. I'm happy to welcome Ritual to This is Karen Hunter. It is amazing to have a partner that is so innovative. You know, I'm all about people being healthy, wealthy, and wise, but you can never really eat enough kale salads and drink green smoothies to get all of the nutrients that you need. So Ritual is obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good, 
Two, easy-to-take tablets provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. And it's really fun, too. So check it out. From D3 to Omega-3, Rituals Essential for Women helps fill gaps in our diet. Their no-nausea capsule design is gentle on the stomach, and there's a mint tab in every bottle to keep things fresh so you don't get that fishy aftertaste common with most omega-3s. But they have a lot of products, and all of the products are vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, allergen-free ingredients, and the sources are out there for the whole world to see. I mean, literally, you can see what's in the pill. You can see it. It's little. You can see everything that's in it. So check it out. Subscriptions are easy to start. They deliver every month, no strings attached. And with your first three months, you get 10% off when you go to ritual.com slash hunter, ritual.com slash hunter, 10% off your first three months. I appreciate that. I, I think I went over the, um, over the mountain with everyone else in the real estate market. I had bad advice and people were saying, oh, sell that house and buy this other one, big one. Oh, sell that one or move on, move on and buy this one and blah, blah, blah. And I just ended up going over the mountain and short selling that 4,000 square foot house and winding it back to my 2,500 square foot house so that I can more easily afford yep. um, and just stop um, living a lifestyle that I thought people thought I should be living as a physician. Well, and that's the thing. What you stopped doing is you stopped going with the flow and you started going towards your goal. And that's a different, that's a shift right there. And just, it's a game changer. What you're talking about, um, Suzette and Chris, is spiritual, mm. right? Money's spiritual. And if in your mind you're afraid because this thing just happened, I was just talking to somebody over lunch about this today. You know, you we're all going to hit valleys, yep. you know, hopefully we'll miss them, but most of us will end up in one. And if that becomes your new normal and you're fixated on the things that you lost, that you gave up, that you missed out on, you know, whether it was a great stock or the, it crashed and you got burnt up in that. And as I say that, I'm thinking about California's on fire right yeah. now. We're not talking mm-hmm. about that, but we will. But if that's your fixation on what you lost and not on the where you're going, you're going to always be in that situation, even in business. She's afraid. She doesn't know. She's doing marketing but doesn't believe it's going to work. Your spirit's following, that's I don't right. believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, so you're already in a, in a headspace that's not going to Karen, have... they taught us about this in school. I'll never forget the first time I heard it. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy. Meaning that if you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Yeah. And I... It blew me away because I had to start to rewire the way I was thinking. What is my expectation? Well, this happened last time. We ain't talking about that. Where am I going right here, right now? And I'm telling you, you're you're, you're dead on. Do you talk to yourself through it? Yes, because I do. Because those voices keep, oh. and, and the feeling that you get is real, you know, when you are when you roll into now, the so negativity. you're going to get me riled up here. I believe the most deadly, dangerous voice that's out there is our own. We can tell ourselves some god-awful mean stuff. We can talk bad about ourselves to ourselves and nobody else ever hears it. And we can actually talk ourselves out of stopping to start before we ever try. So I think we have to be mindful. What is that track you're playing in your head? You're too young for this, but back in the day we had cassettes, okay? And these cassettes, you put them in and you could you could skip the music and get on up in there. And, and so we need to, if you're playing a negative track in your head, pause that, delete it, and put something else in there. And if your parents tried to give you something negative, delete it. If your family gave you something negative, delete it. If your friends are, delete it. Put something in there that encourages you and pushes you forward. That's the only way we're going to get the right kind of mental fuel to get to where we need to go. 
All right, Suzette, you're going to make this. You're going to make it happen. Let's head over to Douglas in Ohio. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. You're on with Chris Hogan. Afternoon, Jess. Uh, Chris, Mr. Hogan, I got a quick question. Can you take us off a speaker, Douglas? Oh, yeah. Not on speaker. Okay. Was it Bluetooth? Sounds like you're far away. Go ahead, my friend. We'll walk it out. After paying off child support, what is the best way to attack retirement to Hmm. get ready for it? Okay, you said as you're paying child support? No, I paid it off. Okay. What is the best way to attack it? Okay, so you paid off child support. Do you have any other debt you're paying right now? A house, a car, Okay. that's it. Okay, so here's what I would do. What I would do is, first of all, I'm going to get focused on a budget, going to get situated on it, get intentional, and I'm going to pay off the car. So every free dime you have right now needs to go toward car. Either pay it off or sell it, one of the two. Wait, why is that such an important thing? Because we got into it before. Yeah, because you've got to free up your income right now. Like right now, interest that you pay is a penalty, interest that you earn is a reward. Right now, you're paying interest on this car loan. And so it's gonna it's always getting that four to five to six hundred dollars, whatever it is. So you making that statement, what it does is it lets you know that A, you can and that you you should. So that's your first step toward doing that. Once you attack that car and pay it off, I want you to build up a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. So look at what it takes for you to live on each month. We want to save that up in a money market account. Just let it sit. That's a it's insurance, right? It's not an investment. You're Fully funded emergency fund is there so if life happens, you've got cash. Once you do that, then I want you to start to invest 15% of your household income into employer-sponsored retirement plans, meaning a Roth 401k. Right? Whenever you hear the word Roth, I want you to think tax-free. Like I get tingly every time I say Roth. It just <laughs> I just get happy in my body, right? So if you've got a Roth 401k, dig into that. If you don't have that, use a regular 401k uh, or 403b, but use 15% of your income toward that, and that'll put you on the path, my friend. So Roth IRA... Or Roth, or Roth 401k. So, but there, there are income limits to that. Yes. So with uh, the Roth IRA, there are income limits, but there's something out there, Karen, called a backdoor Roth. A backdoor Roth is if you earn over the income limit, and I, I'm not going to quote the numbers because they just t- changed, but even if you're a high income earner, you may be able to do a backdoor Roth. Uh, talk to your investment professional about it. That's you opening up a traditional IRA, but going ahead and paying taxes on it, therefore converting it to Roth. Ah, Work with your investment pro okay. on it, but that's an option ah, that's out there. Look at all it the is. Roth 401k is legit. So if that's if your company offers that, that means you're putting money in after tax. Okay, now somebody's and if out you're there. in a company that matches and you're not maxing out, even if it hurts, what are you doing? The match is oh, free money. Come on, people. Free money. Do it. Now, some of you might be sitting out there going, all right, listen, Hogan, you throwing around acronyms like the military, 401ks and Roth and IRA. Listen, go to my website, chrishogan360.com. You can look up these words. Go over to Google. People, we've got to learn. We've got to understand the tools so we can use them. Love it. And let me make a correction. I kept saying that John Conyers was 80. He was 90. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, people are living. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Chris Hogan. That's why you got to get your money right. Because a lot of y'all going to be here a lot longer than you expected. Let me just tell you something else about my father since I'm talking about him today. So my dad, nobody, no male in his family had lived 
past 50. So he did an incredible mm. thing with his money. He was one of the most fastidious. I mean, a man majored in accounting at an HBCU um, in South Carolina was one of the most brilliant people I've ever known. Just, I mean, he kept records like nobody's business. But when he got to 48, he said, no one's lived to 50. So he decided he was going to live his life. He had amassed a great amount of money and he decided he was going to go out in a blaze of gl- glory. 50, 51, 52. He was here till 70. So I said, hey, dude, I would just tease him. I was like, so his next birthday, I was like, you still here. <laughs> How did that work out for you? All of that, you know, we had a great relationship. But the point I'm making is people don't think they're going to be here. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of need money. You do. If you're going to be here any length of time. Unless you're going to just count on other people taking care of you. Yeah. And who wants to do that? Yeah, I don't want to be that burden to no one. No. no. So we got to, no, Karen, you're right. We got to wake up. We got to get serious. And you can start right where you are today. You don't need to wait for someday. It's not a day on the calendar. You got to start today. <laughs> like that. All right. So, Ajwa, you better get your questions in because we got people on the line. I know. I know. Let me get my questions in. Okay. So, for me and many of my folks, we view liberation as a combination of political power and economic power. Some of us know how to accomplish the whole political power thing, but the economic power we're still struggling with. Okay. What can you tell folks who are truly trying to move towards liberation but have a lot of student loan debt? Mm-hmm. What I would say is, first and foremost, understand it is not going to happen quick. Mm-hmm. It's going to require some sacrifice, mm-hmm. uh, but it's worthwhile. Meaning, start, I'm going to tell you the same way I tell other people to get out of debt. Start with the smallest one first, right, and attack it. Because getting out of debt is not about math, it's about momentum. And so when you attack that little one, you start to believe different. Now, when you start to get into student loan debt where you're dealing with thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars or more in debt, hundred, yeah, hundred fifty right. these graduates. No, I mean it's it's Increase. it's a big dollar amount. Yeah. So what do you what thing. do you what do you do? I think starting out, if I could get people to see the debt for what it is, meaning most people look at debt and they go, Oh, it's just like life. That's how people used to view car payments. That's just life. You're gonna have student loan debt, you're gonna have car payments. Well, okay. I wish I could have caught them before they got the student loan debt, right? Because I could have showed them better ways to go to school. But if you have mm-hmm. it now, what? Keep lifestyle simple, attack debt. Like, think about it. A couple called in four months ago. They had 250000 in student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Took them seven years, but they paid it off. Seven years. They got themselves to the point to where there's a double income household. They, they lived off one person's income and threw the second income totally toward the debt. Other people that are self-employed, real estate agents, for example. I told them, I said, in your pipeline, I want you to add one extra deal a month to your pipeline. That's totally toward debt reduction. And so you know how they get six or seven deals in the pipeline. Well, that one deal that closes, that $3,500 commission or 6000 whatever it is, would go straight toward debt. So I think it's mentally us making a decision. I'm not going to have this for life. I want it gone. So what am I willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. now to do that? So a shift in money mindset. It's a total shift. And then you start to see it and you go, you start to see the progress. But when you, I'm going to be honest with you. You start to deal in those bigger dollar amounts in mm-hmm. student loans. That's what it's it going is. To, it's going to take a while, right? And so what you have to have that internal motivation. Because if it's a $3,000 thing, you throw 500 at it, it shifts down to 2500 right? You can see that. A $100,000 debt, it's going to take more time. So it is yeah. mental. Yeah. Okay. Yes, ma'am. That's no, it's a attacking. great question. It is a great question. That's how I attack mortgage. Yep. But getting back to the car thing, because when you talk, tell people to sell their car, 
I can just see a collective gasp. Oh, yeah. Like, sell my car. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Chris Hogan, what? It, they what? do that to me with sell the car and also cutting up credit cards. Well, that I get. Yeah. But, I'm, but both of them, they'll look at me like I have a third eye. Yeah, but people need their cars. What's wrong with cars? You know, No, cars? nothing wrong with cars. I just don't like car payments. So you get a car that's paid for or you pay off the car. Why uh, is that such an important be, thing? Because it, it, it's bondage. If you don't change your mindset about a car payment, you feel like Eeyore on uh, Winnie the Pooh that is always going to be bad for you, then you're always going to have a car payment. Uh, I talked to someone that was making an $850 a month car payment. Hold on. You ain't even heard the best part. Mortgage payment was $800. So their car payment was bigger than their mortgage payment. Mm -mm. What are we doing? Yeah, that's right. That's enough. Yeah. Car is depreciating each year. Now, listen, people, I'm not caught up in that. I drive a, a 06 Audi A8, right? This car is 13 years old. Well, I'm not worried about it. I want to get from point A to point B. I'm not trying to impress people, right? We can play Scrabble or something if you want to get impressed. I'll figure out, you know. What? I'm Wait not a minute. You're not being flossy. All right. Go ahead, Chris Hogan. I'm done. Let take, let's, go, let's go to Naomi in Maryland. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hi, Karen. Hi, Chris Hogan. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. I just had a question uh, regarding allowance for children. Uh-huh. So my husband and I, we're well, I'm retired military. My husband's jack to duty. But we have our house, and we just uh, got an offer for it. So now outside of that, we have no debt. Good. So I've been talking about giving our children allowance, and I'm just – I'm not sure. I did do financial peace with Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. years and years ago. Right. And that was done on a military base. So they offered that. Right. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to ask your opinion on that. Okay. Well, first of all, let me thank you and your husband both for your service for our country because we know freedom ain't free. So thank you for what you do. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to do allowance. Nope. Not at all. You don't give your boys Put them on commission. What? Commission. If you work, you get paid. If they don't work, they don't get paid, and you're still going to do the work because it ain't optional, Hogan House. Listen, have give them a to-do <laughs> list. Make their bed, wash the dishes, take out the trash. That's their commission because they need to know that money comes from work, not mommy and daddy. And so, yeah, so put them on commission. Give them a list of stuff that they can do that's age appropriate. And and go through their list and look at them. Rub mommy's feet. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that that can go on the list now. Yeah, I think so. But I'm serious. I just like the mindset. It helps young people to understand that, oh, wow, did you do your chores? Did you do your stuff? No. Well, you're going to still do it, but now I'm going to dock you money because you didn't do it before I had to tell you. Mm. And I just think it helps them to start to think different about money, and uh, they appreciate it. And fast forward with this, I'll never forget one of my one of my boys. He was saving up to buy something. The look of pride on this little boy's face when he pulled out his wallet to buy this thing for him, I'll never forget that it was worth it. So go commission, not allowance. I love that, and plus you teach a work ethic, yeah, which is a not a thing that people are doing today thank you naomi thanks for the call and congratulations on getting out of that debt yes. velvet and cali last call for for chris hogan oh. hey hello hello hey. hi hey oh, i'm a first time caller oh my yay! god I'm so excited. yay and i'm also taurus okay i was calling because you guys were talking about the uh, monopoly and the black monopoly and there's one here it's called comptonopoly 
It's monopoly. So it seems to be local, like mm -hmm. whether we're talking about, uh, was, what was it, Saginaw? Saginaw. Now we got Compton. Okay. So I think people are doing their local repping hoods. But like, is this printed in stores? Yes, you could get it at Walmart. No way. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's in all the Walmarts, but in Compton. they were telling it here in locally. Yes. So Hasbro's already ventured into this space. They need to holler yes, at us, though. Because mm -hmm. I yeah, imagine so that I... they need a team of real blackologists to give them all of the black verbiage. <laughs> to help it go national. Yes, that's what they need. Yes. Yes. Well, they can, like Compton College, the swap, everything oh. that's in the city of Compton and okay. the streets. And But when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, let me see if I can call and get through and let you know that it's local, but it's black. Hey, okay. let me ask you this. Is the community chess and all that, is that still the same, though? It, let me see. It has... It doesn't, well, <laughs> let me show you. I'm nervous. I'm sorry. Oh, you're okay. But I appreciate okay. you you calling in to let us know that there's a version that exists. I think Karen Hunter needs to take one national. Yeah, because I'm yes. not from Compton. And I know that I appreciate Compton. But, oh, yeah. But there are yeah. things germane to us. Yes. I found it. You did. So there's contingency and big fun. Those are the those are the two cards that you pull. Okay. Oh. So there's no community chess. chess. Okay. Right. okay. Okay. All right. They put contingency, I, a contingency I know. card. I, see. <laughs> I don't know if I like that, Chris Hogan. In the Compton. We need to do like a positive we're gonna move. Fix this. Forward. Yeah, we, yeah, come, we're Chris fix Hogan, this. will you will you join me? I will in join making Karen Hunter. I will be an advisor okay. on your national black monopoly game that's coming out. I, but, you heard I'm it, y'all. You in. heard it. I'm Everybody in this room. Thank, listen, thank you for being here.